This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Nick Mason. His background is in software engineering and product development for customers, including LexisNexis and the University of Oxford. He co-founded Turtle with the aim to empower anyone to create beautiful, interactive content, get simple simple analytics-based insights, and dramatically improve the performance of their content over time. Nick, are you ready to take us to the top? I am, yeah. All right. So tell us about Turtle, and it's T-U-R-T-L.co for those of you that want to follow along. But what's the company doing? What's your revenue model? How do you make money? So, um, well, so starting with revenue model, we're a monthly license subscription SaaS business. So we essentially rent our software out to large enterprises to help them solve their marketing challenges. Um, and those, as you said in the intro, really around content. So how we see it is that, um, you know, large enterprises spend an awful lot of money on content creation and on content marketing, but um, actually doing that in an efficient way, in a measurable way, um, and in a way which means that, you know, you're getting the best bang for your buck is not an easy challenge. So our software really helps people to solve that problem. And you mentioned it's, it sounds like a pure play SaaS model. Give me a general sense. What's the average customer paying you per month? Um, so average contract value per month is around uh, two and a half thousand uh, okay. uh, UK. So, so, you're, so you're paying in the kind of mid-market enterprise space then? Yes, that's right. That's right. Obviously, for our larger enterprises, you know, that, that's where pricing really starts. So for larger enterprises, as they buy more seats and as they buy more features, it goes up from there. Got it. And when did you launch the company? Uh, 2014, 2014. Uh, summer 2014. Yeah. And Nick, what's that founding story look like? I mean, were you like on the street, had to make something work? So you did this or you quit a big corporate gig? What was it? No, I was I was doing a lot of consultancy and it was kind of interesting because several things came together all at the same time. So I became aware of um, content marketing and the fact that this was a growing a growing area of the market. Um, but whenever I saw the uh, the content that people were making, I was really disillusioned with just the way it was presented. So static PDFs, static web pages, and my job at the time was really doing UX. And I kind of thought like people are spending all this money, but the results just look really really bad. Um, at the same time, I was working at uh, University of Oxford uh, on a, on a project for them, web development project. And I came across some really interesting research to do with how we actually consume information and how we retain it and how we engage. So putting all those things together, like obvious growing market um, problems as I saw them and, um, you know, a starting point for solutions in terms of scientific research around how we might actually get people to remember content and engage with it more, sort of a, a perfect picture of, of starting the business. And how many founders kind of are there? Uh, two. So just two of you guys, you split it 50, 50, the yeah. easy way. Uh, to start with, yeah, we have uh, investors now and it's obviously got a little more complicated, but yeah. How much, those two how much have you raised? Um, so under a million. Under a million, um, okay. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're trying to do it, um, you know, keep control of the company. Um, so everyone who's invested is someone who we know uh, and someone who has a direct impact on the business on a day-to-day basis. So we, we want to kind of steer clear of doing it the VC way and, you know, try and maintain control and, and keep it that way. Did you take on this capital as convertible debt or actual priced equity there on the cap table? 
Priced equity, yeah. Priced equity. Interesting. Yeah. How did you go about setting yeah. and kind of getting a lead investor? Uh, if or I mean, did you have one person that makes it more than fifty percent of the round? Uh, yes, I'm trying to remember back in the first round we did. So it was it was actually uh, it was actually a good story. We um, we went into pitch to uh, to this guy. Um, at, Who at was his it? Office. Uh, uh, well, at, uh, Mark, at Mark Asprey, um, one of our investors. So we went into pitch, um, to him at his former job and, um, he and his sales director liked it so much that they actually said, well, we want to get involved and we don't want to buy the product for our current business. We want to buy equity in the product, um, and leave our jobs and come and work for you. And what um, year so, was that? Uh, that was, that would have been in 2015, early 2015. And scale so was, size, where were you at that point in terms of maybe revenue or your pre-revenue? We had, we had two customers. So our revenue was about 10, 10 K. Wow. So very early. You must, you must be very charming to walk in and convince two people to quit their jobs and give you money to do it. I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what's the team size today? Um, so we are split across Slovenia and the UK. So we have five in Slovenia. That's our development team. They're great guys. And we have, um, 15 in the UK, but we're hiring quickly and the number changes all the time. So, um, that's probably inaccurate as right. of five minutes ago, but at least 15. Yes. Yes. All right. And then what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers you're serving? So we have in the region of 50 customers ranging from Bloomberg, Cisco, Oracle, um, economists, people like that down to smaller businesses. Um, but our, our kind of strategy is really to try and get some big names, um, so that, you know, other people can follow. So Nick, I mean, is it fair to say at a $2,500 monthly ARPU, you guys are what somewhere in the 128 K per month range? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's about right. Yeah. And generally trying to move upstream. Uh, how do you mean? Sorry, larger, larger, larger accounts. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of interesting. We, what we found is that if we go in too high to start with, um, you know, we, we struggle to demonstrate value quick enough for people to really get what we're doing. So our strategy at the moment is to go in a tiny bit lower and to grow value over time. So, you know, get in, get a beachhead um, in a company, you know, build up usage, get a critical mass. And then you can start to go to other parts of the business and say, well, look, your colleagues over here are doing this great stuff. How about you take a few licenses as well and trying to get a, basically get a foot in the door and grow. Uh, that's our strategy. Give me an example like Bloomberg, right? When you say grow usage, most companies mm. know the number one usage metric they've got to get to get people to spend more money with them. What mm. is that number one metric for you? It, it actually varies between companies because people have different objectives for their content. So it can be any, any one of a number of things. So for some companies, it's lead generated. Um, for other companies like Bloomberg, it's going to be insight generated. What is that? Um, What's an insight? Well, so for example, you know, through using our, using our technology, people can see how people consume their content on a really, really granular basis. So for Bloomberg's use case, if they're using it in a sales context, being able to send out, um, you know, a piece of collateral and see, you know, this guy read this page for five minutes and skipped over the pricing page, but was really interested in these particular pages about features, you know, that on a very granular level is incredibly valuable to the salesperson. Um, so, you know, the downstream effect of that will be that, you know, the, the, um, you know, we improve the performance of their sales team, um, you know, and that will be the metric that they're looking at to work out whether they buy more licenses. Um, so it really varies. Got it. And Nick, what do you, give me a sense of growth. So you launched only two, three years ago, you're at about 120 grand a month today. Where were you 12 months ago? Oh, crikey. Um, sub 50. Oh, sub wow. 50. So you've more than doubled. Yes. So we, we're trying to, we're trying to stay on the doubling path. Um, yeah. That's our, that's our that's, objective. That's the magic number, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, as I understand it. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, a key thing to doing that is keeping churn in control. What's your churn look like, and how do you make sure to try and control that? So I don't have an exact number of churn, um, but it's always um, a number which you want to get down. So we we've started in the last six months doing a proper like customer success function, and I think that if I had one thing that I wish we'd invested in a bit sooner, it would have been that. Um, because, you know, it takes time to get up to speed and, you know, it's also a tremendous opportunity for upsell and growing accounts if you're doing that well. So, um, you know, really implementing that and using every trick in the book to get closer to your users. Because at the end of the day, you know, those are the people who buy our software. They don't sign the checks, but those are the people who, um, you know, will be demanding more licenses and saying, you know, you absolutely must not take this thing away from us. Um, so those are the people who we really need to influence and get good relationships with. So that's something we're investing a lot in. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. But you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. So in the past six days, have you lost any customers? No, no, no. Okay. Do you, do you know yet if you're at net negative churn because you're driving so much expansion revenue? Uh, that's hard to say. Um, yeah, sure. I, I think I think the the idea for this year is that um, you know our conservative goal is that the two balance each other out. Um, but we'd like to do a lot better than that because we've got some really big accounts that we can grow. So that's our, our pessimistic um, our pessimistic view for this year. Yeah, I mean the argument there is if you haven't lost any customers, maybe you're too cheap. Right. So like what happens if you triple your price? Do you lose customers then? Like what's the what's the what's the tipping point? Well, the, the, the thing for us is, um, yeah, the thing for us is, is activating all the users. So typically we'll have an account and a user is a salesperson at Bloomberg. It depends. Yeah. Is a, a user is someone who has access to the tool, like a, a seat. Um, so how many seats do you have across the 50 customers right now? Oh, my goodness. These difficult questions. Like thousands or uh, hundreds? No, no, no. A few hundred, okay. a few hundred. So, so really the, the, um, the goal is to get all of those people active because that's how you, you know, so if, if you're coming up to a renewal of a license and someone's got five licenses and two or three people are active, it's kind of like, well, you know, really getting the full value out of this guys. Whereas what we want to be doing and we know we can do it. Um, if we put the right resources into the right places to get five, six, seven people using those five licenses. Yep. And then when you come to renewal, it's actually a conversation about growing the account rather than just maintaining. And you know, what can we do to, to drive um, usage with those two users who aren't using it? And that, that, really to me is like what will make the business succeed. This is a really competitive space, content marketing and understanding how to get content spread quicker and find content relevant in a relevant form when you need it. Um, what are you spending to acquire customers? Uh, that is an interesting question. I don't have those numbers uh, to me. Um, are you doing any direct paid spend today or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we do a lot of that. I mean, I don't know exactly what it what it is because it changes on a month to month basis. But we we are um, exploring, as I understand it, pretty much every channel that we okay. can. I mean, what do you spend? What do you know you spend at least per month on direct paid stuff? Uh, probably uh, would it be like a few thousand more than that? Okay, a couple thousand, not a ton. 
six, 7,000. Six, 7,000. Okay. And you're testing, when you say testing every channel, you're talking Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, things like that. Yeah. And also some offline channels, direct mail and things like that. Trying to do things differently. I mean, one of the things that we, that we hear a lot, we're quite fortunate in that we've got some really good relationships with some quite senior marketing people, at least in in the London community. And one of the things they say to us is, you know, just trying to be different. Um, You know, the kind of people we're trying to reach CMOs, as you say, are bombarded by you know, however many emails, however many messages. So something as simple as sending something thoughtful in the post, um, you know, has, has had a great impact for us. So we're always trying to find those angles where the yields outweigh the the outlay and, you know, you get a better return. That's right. I mean, so yeah, like on a six grand spend in a given month, I mean, how many new customers will you add in a month? One, two, three? Um, so it depends. It depends on the size of the customer. But uh, yeah, two or three. Two is, or three. Uh, yeah. Okay. And throughout the course of the year, that's going to ramp up and we're going to be sort of looking at four or five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, if, if six grand a month is driving, you know, call it two customers. I mean, you could kind of roughly back into a three grand CAC, which, right, it sounds like you get paid back pretty immediately if the initial price mm-hmm. is 2,500 bucks a month. I mean, is that generally yeah. accurate? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically the picture. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always yeah. tough. It's not tough, but in your model where there's a small sample cohort of customers, in other words, you're not one of these customers charging 10 bucks a month and you have 10,000 customers. So your cohort analysis is tough because it's such a small sample size. Yeah. I mean, we, it's very, very, as you say, it's very, very difficult to really analyze and get to the bottom of, of, you know, how things work because one channel could deliver three leads one month and then nothing else for the, for, you know, that's just how it works. We do, a, like I'm saying as well, we do a lot of offline stuff. Um, so we do a lot of events, we go to a lot of trade shows. The, the thing as well that really drives, um, that drives leads for us is one of our biggest lead generators is customers content. So we, uh, you know, Bloomberg or, or whoever will send out a piece and at the very end, there's a very small advert for us, like a you know, tiny little button. And um, we get quite a substantial number of leads from that as well. A good In- source. Interesting. Very cool. Mm-hmm. What percentage of new leads per month come from that branded piece, the powered by, you know, you? I think it's probably, you know, 30 to 50% wow. in any given month. That's pretty consistent with others that do kind of branded powered by X. They usually yeah. see 30 to 50% come from that. So that's, that's smart and it's free, which is nice. All right, yeah. Nick, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite okay. business book? Uh, a recent one that I read called play bigger, play bigger. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, not following or studying exactly, but I was reading recently about John Mackey, who is the CEO of whole foods. Uh, I like the sound of him. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Uh, at the moment, um, given the customer success focus, I really like intercom number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Uh, Four or five, maybe five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And what's, situ- what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, two kids, yeah. Two kids. So married and two kiddos. How, how young are they? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, one's coming up for three. Uh, the other one is two months, nearly oh, three wow. months. Oh, wow. That explains yeah. the five hours of sleep. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. And how old are you, Nick? Uh, 33. All right, last question. Take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? So which, what I wish I knew. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the advice that I give is to have kids younger. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have had kids at 25 because I think it, it helps you focus and um, see what, you know, make sure things are important. And uh, yeah. There you guys have it from Nick from Turtle Agile Content Marketing. He would have had kids earlier. Uh, the company is doing well, launched in 2014. They've raised less than a million bucks, currently serving 50 customers that pay about 2,500 bucks a month, which generates about 120 grand in monthly recurring revenue. That's up well over 100% year over year. They were doing about 50 grand a month just 
12 months ago. Uh, churn is around zero. They're just now driving and kind of looking at what that analysis looks like. But generally speaking, spending about six grand per month to acquire two new customers, three grand CAC and paybacks, obviously very quick if they're paying 2,500 bucks a month. Team of 15, all based in UK. Nick, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much, Nathan.